All right, we're in a different, complete different setting today here, aren't we, in Sydney? We are. I don't know if you can see it on the video, but um, we got the Harbour Bridge behind us. We just got into Sydney today for the Australian Hair Fashion Awards, and we are here with Josh Stewart as a guest today. The one um, and only. The one and only. The one and only. Who no one's heard of. Now, a lot of you might be thinking, who's Josh Stewart? And that's what we're here to find out today. Um, for us, we met Josh a while back on one of our courses. It was the Elements course in Sydney. It was, In yes. March. Was that the first time we met? I think it was. But we had been t- speaking I believe before so. that. Yeah, yeah. You, you guys had been, like, in my awareness for such a long time. Like, yeah. like digitally, which is cool. Yeah, like, we, we had, like, messaged back and forth on Instagram. Mm. and We met Josh um, at our Elements course in Sydney when we were here in March. And... Yeah, it was since then and since we started the podcast, Lee and I have always spoken and said, you know what, we really want to get Josh on the podcast. I think you're the name that's come up the most yeah. in from all of our experiences this year. So That's massive. We were intrigued to get you on. Yeah. That's yeah. a massive And probably not for the reasons people think either. Yeah. <laughs> we're just intrigued. <laughs> we, don't even know. we don't even know. Well, that's why we're here today. It was just the intrigue. It was kind of like, yeah, okay, yeah, well... Yeah. I think so. We saw about three hundred, maybe three hundred and fifty people in the last year with education, and out of those people, I guess we keep coming back to like it's almost like Josh is like the one that got away. It's like yeah, we're, it's like we're like still trying to get the full picture. So, like, what was the um, biggest amount of value that we felt we gave at one of your at your course? Yeah, out of all of our courses, like what what's a stand up moment for us? Yeah, yeah, that that was kind of yeah. You you keep coming up. Well, first of all, first of all, thanks for saying all those things. That's so uh, that makes me feel so good. Uh, I'm honoured to be like here with you guys. So. Awesome. Um, but yeah, in terms of that day, like it was really cool to feel your personalities come out, even in an industry that feels so faceless. Like mm-hmm. when you look at other barbers, maybe maybe that's not true, but like I really could see the authenticity of you guys come through, and like like your heart for the industry and wanting to empower other barbers was so like there and clear to me so that that to me was an encouragement for the industry which ultimately i've kind of moved moved from in a way mm-hmm. but um yeah it was it was more of that than anything and mm-hmm. like i remember asking you guys a question i was like yeah i think you were showing me how to like texturize long hair with a razor and you were pulling out the section, and I was like, "Okay, people all do like do this, like texturize hair." But I'm like, "What are you? What are you actually looking at? Like, what do you see? Like, when you're doing that? Because like I could do it, you know, but I didn't know what I was looking at. And then you just like I could see in your eye, like you're like, "That's that's it. That's a that's question. It. That's that's the question. <laughs> yeah. That is it. And it was and really... that it separates, yeah, you from everybody else, <laughs> like." And I guess uh, it's gonna might sound big headed, but us from everybody else, you know, it's yeah. We always say it. There's certain people that just see something different. Yeah. Or yeah, hear the. But it's like such a you know? it's such a simple question as well, you know. Sometimes people look to the complicated stuff. Yeah. It's like, what do you see when you're looking at that? And like in our explanations of what we do with our work like that, it's like very important for us to talk about what we actually see. Mm. Like what I'm looking for here is this. Yeah. Instead of just saying. Put your number one here. Or, yeah, yeah. Or you use this technique here, but why are you using? Hundred percent. But yeah, to go, I guess beyond that, I guess why you kept coming up 
is maybe because we saw some like light bulbs going off you know we could see stuff resonating and hitting with you on that day like because when we get into the consultation side of the workshop it becomes a bit more of an open discussion doesn't it absolutely and we got into kind of some i guess everyone has their two cents on like how they approach a client consultation and that can actually go down a little bit of a rabbit hole that session and it can go into like knowing your worth as a as a barber yeah but also as a human because we always come back to the human side first before Mm -hmm. anything else it's like you need to be good as a human first before you like this is only something that we do to make some money it's not it doesn't define us as humans yeah i think sometimes we get like too caught up in that um i think like how you said at the start you know it was nice to see us empowering barbers i think the way we like to see it now is we're just trying to empower humans Mm. just and something that we've been saying i I guess our own discoveries lately as well is like it's all about the human stuff first it Mm. has to be about the human stuff first and that's what makes the best businesses the best educators even the best you know barbers yeah and it's it's interesting though like that desire and like wanting to empower humans is something that's like unquantifiable Mm. so like we speak to valuing ourselves but it's like how do you actually do that like you can value yourself but how is that recognized by others and yeah that that's interesting and i reckon that's a light bulb moment for me right there like it ties back to i guess you've got to have something tangible to show it through and I guess ours, our medium is hair. Yeah, yeah. You know, like we're trying to help people empower themselves, but our medium is the hair cutting. Mm. Um, yeah, I guess that's how I would tie it. It just opens the door, doesn't it? Hair yeah. kind of hair for us is like, it's just such surface level. Like what we've learned from the last year now is like literally hair is on the surface. Like it's surface level. Yeah. It's what gets us through the door to then work on the person and the people of the industry. Yeah. Um, so to contextualize the situation a little bit more for anyone who's listening, um, not long after we did our course, um, Josh went on his Instagram and he put up a video of him speaking and more or less stepped away from cutting hair. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you want to take us back a little bit on your story and just like give us a brief introduction as to like um, what you've kind of <laughs> done with your life, how you got to even cutting hair in the yeah. first place? And then what um, ultimately brought you to that point? Yeah, crazy. That's it. I could go in so much depth, but we could go brief. Oh, for oh, sure. Oh, look, but, uh, we, got, we got time. So like, <laughs> yeah, if you want to get yeah. into it, go for it. <laughs> well, yeah. thanks for giving me the opportunity because like, I guess that's a story that's pretty like close to my heart. And there's been so many factors that involved me getting into it to begin with and then continuing on. And like... For me, it started like I was in a pretty down spot in my life for sure. Like, like was in a relationship and that crumbled and that was like my God at that point, which is weird to say, but like we all worship something, you know, like we put something at the top and um, when that falls apart, what are you left with? And I guess, uh, yeah, I, I had like a good relationship with my barber at the time, Jeremy Stevenson, and um each month when I went to him I was like this is this is special like he's listening to me he cares and I was like I want to be able to do that for people I want to be able to sow into someone's life like through that guise of you know this is a service but it's also like a mask for us because Mm -hmm. we have that opportunity to 
get deep with people on a consistent basis. Yeah. And like relationships take time. So it's nice to be able to have that time with someone to build them up. Um, so that's like what, what the catalyst was for me to get started uh, in barbering. And then, <laughs> and then I loved it. I fell in love with the actual craft. Like it's so fun. That's what it is for us. For it's sure. crazy, isn't it? Because like we love the craft side of things too. And like we ha- have been having this conversation recently with a lot of people. Something gets lost in the transaction. You know, like when you start off, you have that romantic kind of idea of what it is. But then something gets lost in the transaction of the day-to-day yeah. grind. Yeah, you feel yeah. like that's what kind of happened or where, where did it go next? So, like, oh maybe not maybe not so much that yeah like oh i think for me like it really came down to like my body which didn't seem to be built for it so like i have a lot of respect for people who can cut 20 heads a day and keep churning them out but i just didn't work for my body which is ultimately like pretty like i wish it did but Mm. ultimately i think what am i trying to say (laughs) <laughs> yeah it was a it was a good sort of season for me um working like that and working hard and what i struggled with was seeing that financial cap like you'd try you'd try new things on on socials you'd try all these different avenues to push out and make something of it um but it just felt like it was kept closing in on me which for for me particularly is like I put that down to like a God thing. Like I think it was God pushing me into into a different direction. Um, but you can look at that however you like. But um, so I think that was like the the straw that broke the camel's back to say to say the least. But yeah, and like I guess post post barbering journey. Now it's like. I still have that skill and it's like I can bless people with it and use it to sow into someone's life without that sort of transactional thing you're talking mm-hmm. about, which yeah. is which is there for sure. Yeah, yeah. It is. Absolutely. There's a, like there's a difference, you know, I just cut like one of the guys here earlier and he was like, Oh, can I sort you out for it? You know, afterwards I was like, No, it's just Yeah. I, I don't want you like yeah. why? That's, like that's we're catching what, up right now. This is, yeah. this is on our both of our time. I agreed to do it. Yeah. You know, like no don't worry about it like it's and that's what I said to my clients and it's like my next price increase is going to be to zero um, because next time I, like when I'm at a point where I'm making enough money for me to be happy I don't need to make money by cutting hair yeah. you know it's so good and it's just like alright well, I'll cut your hair because I want to spend the time with you I want to have the human connection yeah you know and I guess like you said you, a part of that gets lost too when you don't have that skill because mm. it's very it's very rare these days that you can get people to a to a place where everybody is present. Yeah, that's why I value the podcast so yeah. much because we're yeah. three of us are here right now yeah. and we're present, right? Like that's cool. Yeah. When you when you're cutting someone's hair, both of you are there. Yeah, for the most part. Yeah, unless there's sensory overload, which happens in barbershops. Yeah. It's just loud. Yeah, too many things going on, and sometimes I feel really bad, but like I feel like my body kind of protects my like my mind protects itself sometimes. Yeah. And it just shuts me off, like to to hearing things and people could be talking to me and I'm just like yeah. Oh, sorry, you know, but like I'm just there's just too much going on. Yeah. Overstimulated. Mm. Um But yeah, it sounds like you've went on a bit of a journey then, to a degree. Like a bit of a 
self-discovery journey, a bit of a spiritual journey um, yeah. within all of this too, yeah? 100%. Just yeah. given what some of the things you, you were saying and how you were kind of saying them, I was like, okay, he's tapped into that. And <laughs> like we said off camera a second ago, um, I seen a few videos like uh, after our course that we did where we, where we met you and before you post that video, I seen a few people sharing videos of, and pictures of you like reading and you know you seem like quite a, an introspective and uh, deep guy yeah well that's interesting that that comes across in socials <laughs> well, <laughs> like, I feel so like yeah I think maybe for, to the right eye it's like what you see again you know it's like true, that's, yeah. that's what yeah, we see if you've got yeah. the eye to see it yeah not a lot of people would see that actually I don't think yeah I'm like a bit overwhelmed that you can see it. yeah <laughs> <laughs> and I, I don't know I don't like attribute that to myself like I think it's just something that I've like been given and I'm just walking in, if that makes sense. It's mm. like not really, it's like this hunger that can only be fed by, by something else that, yeah, I don't you know. You still do a lot of yoga? No. So I've seen you doing a bit of yoga. Do you, do that's you, when, <laughs> I think that's when I was like, this guy's on the something. <laughs> I used to do loads of yoga. I still do a bit now, but I used to do loads of it. <laughs> and I'm like, this guy's doing yoga. This is great. <laughs> I think I used to like, literally, used that was the only it. thing I would ever message you about. <laughs> like, like, nice moves, man. <laughs> You'd be like, cool, thanks. <laughs> do you still do yoga? A little bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll just do like, I kind of worked out the poses that work for me. And then, uh, yeah, downward I'll, just, dog. I'll just stick with them. Yeah, downward dog, yeah. yeah. Bit of that. I'll <laughs> <laughs> be doing a few of them before I get to the awards tonight, you know. Got to stay get limber. Them stay limber. Yeah, stay limber. <laughs> get them out of the way before I go in, you know. Ducking and diving. <laughs> um, so that didn't really help with the posture stuff, like the body stuff? or well, I think with therapy, like, the, the common thing, that seems to, from what I've listened to and researched, is like therapists do their best to facilitate someone to heal. Mm-hmm. But the person who needs the therapy has to do the work to heal still. And I can honestly say that was the one time I did what my therapist told me to do. Like, physic- like, physic- like you know, physically I was doing the exercise and trying to strengthen what needed to be strengthened, but it wasn't getting me there. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, it's... <sighs> One of those things, yoga was helpful, but I think it was just the beginning, of, mm. and it's a, con- a continual journey you know, that we're all on. So yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's really interesting that you're so in like in tune with your body like that, and being real honest, like just fe- feeling like you weren't cut out for it, you know, because there'd probably be so many people just try and push through it. Well, like, yeah. there's a number oh, of I'm factors there that. too. Hey. Is that it's a fa- number of factors there too? Yeah. Like it's like the body and the mind together yeah yeah and then you start adding the soul and the spiritual stuff to it as well yeah and it's like you, it forms a certain belief system as well and then yeah. you're like oh it's like once you see it you can't exactly. unsee yeah. it yeah I, th- I think when you're so yeah. aware as well like you're so conscious of those things it's like an equation isn't it if one thing's not making it add yeah. up the whole thing comes falling down absolutely <laughs> like and then yeah you think oh what is it and some people just again push through but because mm. they might not have quite half the awareness you know yeah you know what keeps popping up in my mind is like is and I'm trying to tie it back to the elements workshop as well, just to kind of contextualize it all again. It's like and in that consultation side of things we talk a lot about self respect as service providers, as professional hair stylists or whatever we want to call ourselves. 
Um, we talk about a lot about self-respect and like I feel like that stirs the biggest emotional kind of response out of the group generally but like what I'm getting from you is like you know it's a self-respecting ultimately you know what what them things that came together like the, the financial cap as well it's like do I really want to do this to my body yeah yeah for this reward yeah and it's almost like fuck it. <laughs> it's like you, once you can't once you see it you can't unsee it you know yeah 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 <laughs> If you're aware, if, if you're, you're aware, aware of it, yeah, yeah. and if you have the bravery to then say, you know what, fuck this, I need to do something that's better for me. And the funny thing is about Lee and I is we're in the hair industry, but we won't shy away from telling you to go and do that for yourself. Mm. Like do it for you because ultimately, mm. it's your life. Like if, if you if it's stepping away from hair, then step away from hair. Hair's just and like that's what, what even is it, you yeah. know? And that's like. <laughs> What, are you, what even are we doing? Like, but that's like what we said at the start. I think that's why I think it's been so... That's been the most profound experience for us. We're like, wow, this guy came to our course. And like, I like to think that we kind of gave you the key to be like, all right, maybe this isn't what I need to do, you know? Yeah. Like, And you're yeah. just out of there, you know? That's what it seemed to us. But that's... I think that's very empowering, you know? I'm like, great. You know, again, it's nurturing the human thing first. Because we've had plenty of people tell us that, oh, getting someone on the podcast like that is bad for business. Mm. But it's like, well, if you're going to nurture the human first, we're here for you if you're in it or out of it. Yeah. You know? And we'll help you go either way. So that, I think that's why it was amazing. That's massive. Yeah. And I think that's what I was saying. Why? But, you know, we... Not for the reasons you think. (laughs) And, like... (laughs) No other reason. (laughs) And we've caught up. Josh and I had a conversation about a month ago um, just on FaceTime and... You know, it was it was nice to hear that you're still doing some hair, but it was more on your terms. Absolutely. I think that's like Absolutely. one of the main things, like going forward in our industry, like moving into 2022 and yeah. after all the craziness that's gone on in the world, that sense of autonomy and like having the choice of being able to do shit when you want to do it. Yeah, massively. Like and if I- your body's feeling rough one week. You don't, you're not chained to that chair like where yeah. you have to be like, yeah. oh, I just have to go and do this now. And you have no choice. You know, yeah, people... You have to do it. You have no choice. Yeah. Like, yeah. because especially like, you know, a lot of barbers as well, and this isn't to like put anyone in a box, but like a lot of barbers don't set themselves up financially and I'm just fucking the very same. I didn't, I don't, you know, obviously I've had a lot of outgoings recently, but I, I haven't set myself up very well financially <laughs> because I was never taught to do that. Yeah. So then what you end up doing is you end up fucking your body and getting into a bad financial situation where you end up having to work week to week yeah. to maintain your lifestyle. It's very, it's a, yeah. it's a vicious cycle mm. and it can take its toll in the mind. And I think the industry itself, as we see it right now, is like, you know, the proof's in the pudding there. You know, there's so many people doing, you know, what you're doing, leaving the industry or trying to change the, the way that they work. Um, so I think, yeah, just that mindset of like, just you have to keep going, you have to keep going and not being conscious and aware of like yeah. what it's doing to your body or your mind. Um, I think one of the other things is just treating it like a job role as well. Yeah. Like it's such a creative endeavor. Yeah. And like the way that we tie this thing together, it's like, like yeah. I was saying, hair is almost like a medium now for me to just get to people. Yeah. Know? Like I've spent so many years perfecting the craft, like, You've done a million good haircuts, you know. Now it's about really trying to connect with people. Yeah. That's an, it can be an exhausting thing. Yeah. You, know, you try and do that 10, 12, 15 times a day. Oh. Um, 
you know, and, and then, but, but again, there's, there's a consciousness level, but, um, I think, yeah, the, the industry as we see it right now is there's the proofs in the pudding right now. It's like, it's a bit of a mess yeah. and people like salon owners don't know why they can't hire people now. You know, they're like, Oh, I can't find staff. You know, they're still calling them staff, not talent. Yeah. Um, I think that's why, cause we've just gone gun ho down a yeah. certain rabbit hole. Oh. yeah and it's hard once you've like set a status quo of how to do things it's hard to backflip on that and think differently yeah. like it's like a fish in a bowl in water and they don't realize they're swimming in water till they like jump out of it it's like yeah, maybe we could look at the whole thing a bit differently maybe we could flip it on its head yep. um, i love that and that's that's how i talk about life in general i'm like look this life is just one way out of a thousand ways we probably could have done it you know it's just a bunch of decisions that we've yeah. made over thousands and thousands of years, you know, we yeah. can decide to do it differently if we want to. Absolutely. I think yeah. when you have that, like, bravery to, like, look at things very objectively, you know, like, you can objectively look at certain situations. And, like, I find myself looking at that, like, the further down the journey I go of my personal development and even tapping into my spirituality, I'm very, like, it's, like, been a hard shell to break through for me, you know? Mm. But I'm getting there. Um, day by day, I'm getting better and making more improvements and feeling better yeah. about myself and and the world that we're in but like it can be quite a hard journey like you know it can be tough you know when you realize it initially yeah. and you're like figuring out like you know you've got a lot of there's a lot of factors at play there before you come to it ultimately a decision where you change what you're doing in your life but um our industry definitely needs to hear more stories where you know flipping things on their heads breaking that stereotypical way of doing things it's like the framework of quitting is for winners you know mm. like that Stephen Bartlett talks about and that's usually like something that is just shunned down like shunned mm. upon sorry mm. um people are like quitting is for winners you fucking yeah. mad like what do you mean but leaving the right situation like if it's the right time for you to leave a situation then it's yeah you've done the right thing ultimately for you it was really like a season where i was struggling with that question day to day it wasn't like i need to go mm. definitely it wasn't that at all like i really wanted to stay and like sam who i worked under he was like encouraging me like like explaining how this is you know building your work ethic and things like that which i'm f so for and it was it was like i'm putting in this trying to push past it there were days where i was at the last haircut of the day and i was almost in tears purely just because my back was so sore so it's like they, this decision wasn't like a i'm just quitting it's like yeah. i've given it all i have and i i don't i don't think mm. i can do it and i guess my heart for the industry is still so there it's like to even be sitting here with you guys like who i admire in the industry like six months later and still care as much as i did when i was doing the day-to-day -day work mm. like I want to be able to help in that change, you know, like, and I'm excited to see what technologies and things that can change the industry down the track. We might be a bit early. <laughs> no, I think we're, I think we're right on, on time for that actually. And we've had this conversation as well about like moving forward. And yeah, I think when you're in that position, like you said, maybe it's a sign, you know, some, something's pushing you in a different direction. Maybe you're, expertise and knowledge and skills could be used in a better way yeah maybe you don't have to be there behind the chair doing that yeah you that equal that work ethic could equally be put into something else yeah absolutely that's, that's of more benefit 
it's like the one to one versus the one to many. You yeah. know? Do you want to be just doing that one person? Yeah. Something like giving them a service, sorry, and giving them that value, or do you want to be like one to many? You know, like you can reach yeah thousands of people, yeah. affect millions of people potentially if you get the right technologies going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just never know. It's exciting. It's uh, yeah. What one thing that I'm thinking in my head, like something that I struggle with, I think from <clears throat> i guess frameworks from when i was a kid is like the judgment around your decisions and quitting and stuff like that was there a moment when you like justified it like h- how did you justify it that that's that's the thing that i'm amazed at when when i think about like the quitting is for winners thing i just wish i was better at it but i don't know like there's got to be a moment where you're like okay this is you, you almost like justify it with yourself or someone would say something usually it's like external for me I'm yeah. terrible at like justifying things for myself yeah. when it's a decision like that. Was there a moment when you were That's like, interesting that I'm you... doing it, <laughs> you know, like it was, it's hard, right? Yeah. There must've been a moment, like you just said, like there's been a time where you're like, I really want to stay, yeah. but I don't want to go. And it's a like judgment laying on it. And, Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Well, the, like it stems from, cause I definitely can relate to that. Like, it's funny that you've had that same sort of, I guess programming growing up but like fear of man is a powerful powerful thing like we care what people think of us Mm. like it plays into everything we do every decision we make so like yeah that was on my mind for sure but when that falls into line with a fear of God it's like the rest becomes like play almost life becomes playful okay I don't know if that makes sense yeah no it's it's good but like if it's in the right order or like what I believe to be the right order then the decisions you make suddenly don't serve others and what people's opinions are of mm. others there mm. to serve like your one-to-one relationship you know Amazing. yeah and it, yeah i don't know that does it frees a lot of judgment right like, absolutely from, from other people anyway yeah um, it's so funny i feel like when you go down that journey like you know of that deep kind of way of thinking about about things you know and like that almost like spiritual way of thinking um you almost don't really give a fuck anymore like at a certain point you're almost just like i don't care like what people think and, yeah but it's more it's more a self, like yeah. i know what these questions coming from is more a self thing because we'd be we'd find that it's still hard to make that decision but at a certain point now it's almost like for us it's like we're happy with what we're doing we're yeah. happy with the message that we're spreading yeah you know we're being true to ourselves yeah and it's i don't pretty- really need like somebody else to be like yeah telling me that it's right or wrong absolutely like i'm just happy with my own decisions yeah it's funny because like we're going to this awards tonight yeah like and it's like if we win great if we don't win great we're still doing the same shit tomorrow yeah yeah and we're going to still continue to move in that way yeah yeah what this does is it just gives us a louder voice to be able to spread this message that's all yeah i'm having so many realization moments right here like thinking about that that judgment in the back of your head like we, we we had a um, like a business planning day a couple of weeks back and there was a moment in there where something came up fr- in, we were talking a lot about family and like frameworks from family Yeah. and I was saying to Owen at the end of the day there was a moment where I checked out in that day and like this wave of like emotion came over me and I just could not remember like at the, I was like I need to debrief this with Owen or somebody you know, yeah. I need to tell them yeah. got to the end of the day and I couldn't remember what it was my ego, I think my ego just, it was such, it, and that's when I was like, oh my God, I had this realization of like, this is deep rooted, like this is stuck in there somewhere, you know? <laughs> but it's, 
but but slowly as the weeks go on, there's it's starting to trickle back to me. Yeah. And we were talking a lot about our relationship with money and the decisions we make. And I think there's a lot of like uh, judgment from my childhood that is stuck in my head, which still influences the decisions that I make. Mm. And like you just talking about it, then, you know, it's kind of bringing it up in my head, like I need to dig that out, you know, and it's like to boost my confidence. I need to get that out of me somehow. Yeah. Okay. You know, like, yeah, it's nuts. Yeah. Like over the that's weeks a- now, it's trickling back to me. Like yeah. I keep getting these flashes of like, that's what, what it is. It, yeah. It's tied. It's some, something tied around judgment. A lot of it comes from my like childhood framework. Crazy. And it will influence this, all like loads of decisions. I think that's why my quitting mentality is so bad. Yeah, it's because it was never a thing. You just never quit. You know, like. Well, I, I don't. I, yeah. Maybe yeah. I needed more of that. Yeah, I don't know. No, like, no, honestly, I don't think you did, and that's why we're so like. I think that's why it's the most profound moment for us mm. or for me indefinitely yeah i remember the moment like we we kind of were chatting to each other about it. i'm like good on you <laughs> like you know yeah. not even like you know because we all have our issues with the industries and there's so many things i love and there's so many there's a lot of things i don't love about it but yeah yeah just to see you do we that were was, like was we incredible. were genuinely i think we were genuinely proud like of you yeah. for doing that you yeah. know we were like Kudos and, that, Josh, and that, I think that's why I say like what you know and we didn't it, even know why until today that, that, we're finding it, out why like, but we didn't know why but we knew there was something more to it you know there was more it wasn't just like fuck this I'm getting out of here it wasn't an erratic decision we knew that it would have been a well thought out decision calculated you yeah. know it was calculated like exactly it's not like you got caught up in the culture of barbering yeah where you just fucking do six days a week going out and getting fucking hammered at the weekend every weekend and you spend your one day a week off in bed and just caught in that cycle and you're literally just that's just the hamster wheel yeah. of the barbering industry yeah. we knew you weren't there yeah so it was like okay it's a calculated decision you know we kind of almost saw our course as well as like okay maybe josh is coming to the course and he's seen it as like a last kind of yeah give it one last fucking that's how we saw it we were like maybe this is to a degree maybe that was a maybe maybe and i think i had that realization after after i was like i think that you were coming this is just my yeah yeah. like vision i was like i think you were there for like more than just a length to to cut hair yeah maybe like maybe on a deep soul level like i don't know but that's what we got (laughs) maybe it's just something like in you just driving you there to be Uh, like and yeah. I think that's what yeah. we got on the po- the post evaluation forms as well when we did the post evaluation. That's kind of what you were alluding to, was that like okay, you know, there was more than just hair in that course. As yeah, well. like 100%. it was a day of. It, that's what we like to tie the personal development side of things into it, and like, that's why we love these conversations. We'll never shy away from them. Yeah, and you can see so much in the in our courses when we get to that side of the day. Yeah, so much ego comes out. You know, like there's so many salon owners in that group, in that room with their employees and they don't want to be exposed to a degree or they don't want their employees to be exposed to a different way of thinking. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's almost like a fear thing. Yeah. Um, whereas like, it's like, no, 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 hang on. Like, let's talk about the humans first. We'll sort out that side of shit first, like, mm-hmm. you know, and then we'll move on. 100%. Um, but no, I think it's, it's interesting what you were saying earlier about, um, that kind of framework and I feel like for me I've been doing a lot of digging recently too and in my childhood you know in terms of like growing up and I feel like I've always had to like prove myself mm. and I know it's only me that is like the person that I'm proving myself to 
but I almost feel now that like if I'm not achieving something that I'm just like that's where I see my self-worth mm. but that's starting to flip now and it's starting to mm. change you know slowly incrementally mm. but I think that's what keeps me moving and pushing so hard and working so hard yeah is that mm. and it's almost like gee, at some point like that's gonna have to stop you know yeah. mm. I, I think spending time with you I think there was there was a pivotal moment for me when we started doing this academy and I think it's kick-started all this stuff is that lit that one line of like embodying the role there was like a moment where i can't even remember what i said but owen was like well you just got to step into the role now yeah you know and i think that kick started my disconnection from my old like even yeah. further from my old self you yeah. know i was already on a journey but like that it's a weird one um and it's still going now like it's every week there's something different and like I feel like Owen himself is going through quite a transformational journey right now but like mine is almost like I don't know I really feel like I'm getting to like the end of something you know it's like I'm just getting the last little mm. bits out you know no, I feel that too and like because yeah. I'm, I'm equally as much as Lee's watching me on mine I'm watching him on his as well and there's certain we're good for each other in that way I yeah. feel like you know like mm. I'll I'll be pushing you out of old patterns and you'll yeah. be pushing me in certain ways and and I think, you know, it's even gone past the stage of it being a role now. Like, we've proven it to ourselves that it's not even a role. It's no. something that we... It's just, this is how we live our lives. These are the conversations yeah. that we have. It's not just on camera. It's not just on the mic. It's not just whenever something's mm. out. But what tends to happen sometimes when you do first start in a situation like ours... Yeah, yeah. ...is you get in front of the camera and you fucking freeze. Because <laughs> you, you start... Your mind starts playing tricks and you're thinking, mm. oh, I have to be a certain way. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's almost like that little s sentence and that phrase, like, all right, now it's time to fucking just, you're here now, this is what you do, like, step into the fucking role and take responsibility and do it. Yeah. No messing. You don't, you don't have these ten, uh, 10 minutes, these 10 minutes are precious, you know? Yeah. Not going to fucking waste and that. And that was, I think that was the moment that I started digging that out and, like, what, I think the realisation, it's still, it's, I'm even on flashbacks to that moment right now, but, like, that <laughs> moment in that that day that planning day yeah it was like what we are doing now like up until probably the last two years like every everything i've done in my career i thought i've always had my like that judgment in my head from when i was a kid it's like all right if you make this decision yeah that pick a decision because like you know just wait however the framework yeah. made but now what we're moving into is so much bigger than any of that I, I can't have that with me you know because yeah. it's like so that's very so limiting in the world that it was built in yeah. you know what I mean like in the world that I lived in when I was a kid that judgment was there from you know my parents structures and stuff like that that's only ever going to get me so far yeah. and now moving into what we're doing now I got that shit's got to go like yeah. it has to go and yeah. like I can feel it every day just starting to go and go and go yeah. even like this conversation I'm having realisation moments now there's like this a different bit of confidence coming out and I'm thinking okay oh, I can be like this now you know yeah. it's like freeing in a way you know so, so yeah, good. yeah it's mental man <laughs> it yeah how, mental. how do you how do you feel now like you know say how many months ago was that when you you stopped doing clients and you stopped you stepped out of the shop uh I stepped out of the shop probably would have been six months ago mm -hmm. um have you done many haircuts since yeah yeah still doing couple of weeks or what? yeah so I'll, um i've got like a nice setup going for mobile haircuts so i'll go and be very choosy with who are whose hair i want to cut but um yeah just doing it for my like community at home like in my church community just so, like using it as a way to build a relationship there which is so, been good. so good so like, good 
And it's like this gift that I feel like is being given to me. Not that I'm the best barber in the world, but like I can do a pretty good haircut, I like to think. Yeah. And people. Yeah. But that's, yeah, I, I, it's not even about that, is it? You know what I mean? Like, we're even like, we're like, it's not even about doing a good haircut anymore, you know? Like, you are a great haircut, but like, yeah, for us, the other message is so much bigger. Like, mm. like and I think it all ties back to the human thing, doesn't it? For sure. Yeah. Oh, for sure. So I guess, yeah, just moving into cutting hair that way and then, um, what, what it's really given me this season is like a belief in myself that I can set a goal and achieve it. So I saw Sam's shop when I first had the idea of becoming a barber. I was like, that's where I want to work. I want to work in that shop. That's beautiful. Like, yeah. um, And then to watch how that kind of played out and in my life, like it felt like I was a passenger, like I was saying before, and then I was there doing it. And then suddenly you're like, what's next? Yeah. And um, I totally. And it, like it, that's the thing that we're, we're always chasing what's next like we we do something we achieve it we're mm. proud of it but then mm. it's like okay now what? it's like you're just going to sink into the monotony of, of that yeah as much as you love it you know yeah. at a certain point you have to move to the next thing it's like i love how you call it seasons because yeah we do that that's nice you we know i like that it's like that. seasons <laughs> you know it's good i like that because I feel, I feel like in my life as well like just to relate it to that i'm kind of in these like four and a half year five year seasons where it's like i can do something for that amount of time reach my potential in it yeah get as far as i can possibly get reach that ceiling that cap like you were saying yeah and then it's like now how do i use what i've learned yeah. from that experience and move it into yes. the next one you know it's like everything that i learned from my cycling days i applied it to yeah. hair and now yeah. i fucking smash it in hair yeah <laughs> Killing it, mate. <laughs> so good. But like, so, is it is it true? It's true. There's something in there, like. It's true. It's true. <laughs> I can say it now. Yeah. Know? Now that I've been specially recognised. Yeah, right. special, special recognition. <laughs> but like talking about the seasons thing, I, that that's like a growth mindset thing as well, isn't it? I think not not looking at life that way is quite fixed. Like something that I that I wish I was told that as a kid. Like something I heard on a podcast. That it was a relationship counsellor. Mm. they were talking about the seasons of a relationship mm. i was like ah oh, that hits and like because and 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 the person who was interviewing her steven the diary of a ceo one of the podcasts we listen to listen, by far one of the best podcasts i've ever listened to yeah um he they were talking about like marriage and like non-monogamous relationships and all that kind of stuff and then he said are you married and she was like yes and he was like how do you feel about that what was the, how did you decide? Because she has such a broad understanding of relationships. Mm. And then she was like, I fundamentally understand that there are seasons to all relationships. I was yeah. like, that's amazing. She was like, I understand that there might be a year, it will be fantastic, we'll be on fire. And then maybe six months, it won't be so good. Yeah. But then we'll come back to eight months of it being on fire again. Yeah, and yeah, then two yeah. years, it might be a bit more of a struggle. And then she almost looked at the whole relationship as like the seasons of it. Yeah. And I, I, I think that's an amazing lesson to teach like kids is to look at life like that. Yeah. Look at life as seasons, you know? There's going to be some good ones and some bad ones. Yeah. You know? um, but to try and see, you know, almost like the joy in all of them. But there's yeah, learnings in all of them. The learning you know? in all of them. And like, and that I think would have helped me with the quitting mentality. Yeah. Because I would have been like, okay, this isn't going well. Maybe I just yeah. need to move out of this. I can come back to it. Yeah. But maybe I need to get out of it. Yeah. Whereas like, if there's never a quitting mentality and you just got to keep going and keep going, that's a fixed mindset because that almost says to me, 
nothing can change. Yeah. Nothing can change. You have to be like this forever. Yeah. You know? But maybe that was that generation too. Like, yeah. I think pretty old um, so. <laughs> <laughs> Things have changed. Sounds different. Kids are different now. <laughs> no, I think, yeah. I'm just trying to think about it in a way like, you know, it's, it's kind of being innovative as well and within yourself, within those seasons, you know. And it's, I, in, from a relationship standpoint, I think finding the right person to be on that journey with you is important. Like, you know, we, with my partner now, Hannah, like we've both, we're both going through a very transformative time in our lives. You know, so like there are certain times where I'll ask maybe for a little bit more patience, you know, with yeah. me in certain situations. And um, not a lot of people are ready for that. Like, you know, um, and it does take a while to get there, I yeah. feel. But ultimately, it's just the learnings that you take away. I, th- I think it's the seasons there, like the, the seasons. Yeah. You know, every single season there's a learning. Mm. You take it into the next one, and like it's just riding the wave. You know, like seeing yeah. the good and the bad. It's like the yin and yang yeah. theory. It's like there's always a bit of yeah. bad and the good and the good and the yeah. bad. It's like how you define it. You know? Yeah, and I think it's accepting that there's always going to be that. You know, I think something that I try and remind you a bit of is those seasons. You know, like I try and keep because <laughs> I I went through a, a breakup early earlier this year. Like after got out of a six year relationship and like yeah, yeah I tried to see you know the seasons as much as possible but in the end it just became one big season you know it's yeah. just like not a good one in the end um but yeah i think that's you know a really powerful one i try and tell 100%. as many people that as possible you know yeah. if you I, I think that would fix a lot of relationships um i think it was was it uh, uh one of our models guy he, he works in like family court mm. family law court and he's i think the stat is now like two in three relationships end up in divorce yeah, well. like that's huge, yeah. isn't it? Like, I think you could save a lot of relationships if it was taught to us that look, it's not always going to be great. You yeah. know, there's going to be seasons. Yeah. like there might be some shit seasons. But as yeah. you as you move through life, right. you you kind of you change as a person. Like the identity that you give yourself, I feel like especially hair kind of creates this identity. Yeah, and a lot of people see us as a, as a certain thing. And then we start believing we are that thing. You know, like, they see us, like, we get messages at fucking 5 a.m. on a Sunday morning. Can you cut my hair in, in an hour? Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, yeah, yeah, just yeah. people see us as almost like a slot machine for fucking cutting hair, like, or yeah, a vending yeah. machine for cutting yeah. hair. And it's like, we kind of get caught up sometimes in that identity and we end up in the people-pleasing cycle of just doing stuff for other people. And I think... Yeah, it's just interesting to try and get yourself out of that. is is hard sometimes, for sure. Um, don't know where to fucking go with this, but <laughs> this is all the that's podcast is for. That's what it's all yeah. for. Just getting the thoughts out there, like, just it, keep yeah, them rolling. But, go. but yeah, like I mean, that's no, interesting though. The the identity thing would bring it back to like for that decision for me to stop. I guess it was a change of identity, like suddenly I'm not that guy that's walking around my city that, like, even though it's a small city, but, you know, like, that is known as a barber there. Like, mm. there's, a, there's a part of you that's missing almost. So it's like, where do you find your identity? What what do you identify under? And, like, the broader you can make that in yourself, the more free you are to, like, go to different areas like yeah absolutely and I think and that's very societal isn't it it's very like cultural and societal like 
what we we've just done that over the years like you just do one thing you know like how do you define like my, yourself? my parents have done the same thing their whole life yeah you know and i think that's been very cultural is to tie that identity to you you yeah. are the barber you know yeah it's so like funny I, I say it all the time i've been saying it for years you're a human first yeah you know you wake up a human first yeah. you know like and uh life should be out there to you know to explore all of those human avenues for sure yeah it's funny the uh the jim carrey thing that i shared on my story today i was looking up like acceptance speech <laughs> and, you know like for different awards yeah we have to do like when when we won the awards last week we had to like we got given this thing to like do an acceptance speech yeah. and i was just looking at different ones and this jim carrey one came up and <laughs> they introduced him as like and this is two-time golden globe. golden globe winner jim carrey and then he gets to the mic and he's just like hi <laughs> I am two-time Golden Globe winner, <laughs> Jim Carrey. <laughs> like, and when I go to sleep at night, I'm not just a guy going to sleep. <laughs> I'm two-time Golden Globe winner, Jim Carrey. Yeah. It's like, that's how we like define ourselves as, as barbers. It's like, you know, yeah. we're just known as the guy who cuts hair. It's like that thing that the pissed off barber shared this yeah. morning. I was showing you someone shared on there, sorry. Oh, it's hilarious. Um, and it was like... You know, every time you go out, like say in your small city, every time you go somewhere, oh, did you bring your scissors? <laughs> I'll be coming in for a trip next week. You know, I'm in need of a haircut. It's like, oh my God, I'm like, there's so much more to me than just cutting yeah. hair. You know, like yeah. it's just something that I do. But how great is that? Like from that season of your life, yeah, you can bring that now into the next season and you can use it as a tool to not, number one, make you a little bit of pocket money, yeah. you know, basically. And then you can use it to connect with people in the community. You know, yeah, do so something so good, make someone else feel a certain way. Obviously, make yourself feel a good way first. Mm. Absolutely. Something that I really love about what you're saying there about, you know, you do a few communities like that thing of like watering your own garden. You know, it's, it's a little thing that we've been talking about lately. Is like, I already heard this. I, wish, I wish people would spend, like, I, I'm guilty of it so bad. Like, and I think this is where I pulled my self back from the social media thing doing mm. my head in was like trying to spend more time watering my own garden yeah basically keeping my own corner tidy yeah take care of my own people and the relationships close to me yeah because it's like so easy to get sucked into the internet yeah and and think that you have to please you know all these people that you don't even know around the world yeah you know again bringing it back to like steven's podcast he says you know why do you need to please all these people around the world like you know it's different if you're trying to help them but it was like there's something really beautiful about staying rooted in your own community and, mm. and watering your own garden mm. and, and that is as powerful as reaching people around the world you know yeah. it's the what like, then question like we've been asking the what then question yeah. to follow that up is a nice one is what then you know like once i get to a certain level of cotton hair what then and i think once once you go down and you keep asking yourself that question and layering it on top of different situations, yeah. you get to a point where it's capped and it's mm. like you, you, you bump your head off the ceiling. Yeah. And it's like, I, well, my like for you, it was like my body can't keep doing it anymore. I can't just keep earning this money for the sacrifice that it's worth. Yeah. I know exactly how that is. Like from, that's basically where I stopped cycling because I was like, I'm literally one accident away here from like fucking myself up bad, like for yeah. life, you know? And I'm getting paid fuck all to do this. Like, and even if I was getting paid all that, what then? Yeah. Would I still want to do it? Probably not. Yeah. You know, I think if you can continue to ask yourself what then in life, like, yeah, I don't know. I, yeah. It's helpful. 
So what are you doing now? Uh, what, what, talk about what then? What, what now? What, yeah. <laughs> what's, what's happening in this what are you season? Doing? Yeah. yeah. So did, did you feel like, uh, before we get to that, like did you, when you put that video up and was there a bit of like a, a freedom? Like did you feel a bit of like a release? Massively. That happened? Massively. Yeah, it was, it was, um, it was like, it was a transition. Like, it wasn't like it was, um, painful in any way. Like, it was really good for me to be able to just, and it timed itself well with COVID for me. So it basically meant I had a season of nothing. And I was like, whoa. Yeah. Nobody like, to annoy that, you. That like, doesn't happen. Can you still cut my hair? Nobody to annoy you like that. Exactly. And like, I guess because we were in that, that COVID season where people couldn't get haircuts and things, it was purely just living my life. And I'm so blessed for this opportunity to have just had a couple of months to just read every day. Mm. Like read the word, read different books, self-development books, and just explore it and not feel like this pressure that I had to impress anyone or be anywhere and like I don't I'm going to look back on that season quite fondly um but it it brought up like my real desire to like create and I think we all have that desire to create in us in some capacity and it was a part of the attraction with barbering to create with some type of restraints because that's helpful in a way and um like the world of the internet has interests me so and i feel like being able to speak the language of computers is going to unlock so many opportunities for me so that's where i'm selling my time into now like just continuing to read and and then learn learn the language of the computers <laughs> What's the language know. of the computers javascript <laughs> at the moment ones and zeros <laughs> yeah did you um you know, when you had that period, it's, it's really nice to hear you talking about that lockdown period like that because so much we hear just this auto response from people when it comes to lockdown. Mm-hmm. It's just an auto response. Like, it's just like, oh, so awful, wasn't it? Like, oh, like can't, yeah. can't wait for it to get back, back to normal. normal yeah. Yeah. But we've been toying with this idea of normal and natural. Yeah, yeah. And like, when you get to that stage where you start to appreciate it and to have gratitude for them moments and like, that time off yeah. for your brain to kind of ease and see like almost enjoy the quiet like the presence you know yeah. like Lee and I went for floats yesterday and like oh yeah I fucking love the floats so because it's sensory it shuts things off <laughs> and sensory that, deprivation yeah. man. in, in that season of, so of my life COVID that's what I felt happened yeah. and so much genius rose to the surface yeah. in that in them moments yeah. and it's like okay what have we actually going back to normal why do you want to go back to that that's yeah. not normal yeah. normal is different to natural that's yeah. the thing natural is just waking up every day oh, and living your life as a natural. human normal is still created you've yeah. still created the normal yeah. you can create a normal where you just don't stop working for seven days a week or you can create a normal to just live your life and get up and enjoy every day Yeah, and that, that's why I, I, I say it to clients all the time like that's part of the reason why we, we're in the trouble that we were in with the pandemic you know because our normal wasn't that natural or that good really yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. and I, I really didn't want to go back to that I was um, like we can't go back to absolute how it was you know yeah because it wasn't optimal so many pivotal moments I think like we've made permanent changes I've made a permanent change to myself as a human yeah. even in the last couple of months yeah I, I think the last lockdown in Melbourne and like yeah 
you can go back. I've seen see big, yeah, yeah, big permanent changes in you for sure. But for, I think for me, it was a very confirming time. Like for the things that I've been practicing, practicing, practicing over the years, then getting that break to really just live it. I was like, yep, this is exactly it. <laughs> you know? And um, I think, yeah, like I say, it might, might be controversial, but like without the academy, I might not have gone back to cutting hair. Yeah. Purely because I'm kind of at that point in my life where I need uh, I'm kind of enjoying those new challenges now yeah. and designing my days and designing my lifestyle yeah how I think it's more optimal for me yeah, yeah. yeah. that's so. where it becomes challenging with the with the quitting is for winners thing for, for us because it's almost like letting go of that mm-hmm. something that you did for 15 16 years yep. it's such a hard thing to oh do. massively um it's like over half my life now yeah crazy it's like you don't know any yeah, different like you, know? when you put it like that it's like well, wake up there's a lot of identity tied to it yeah you know? wake up yeah drink water breathe in oxygen cut hair like yeah rinse and repeat, and that, you know? <laughs> i think that's a like beautiful way of life as well like that can be a great way to live you know yeah if yeah. you're in the right mentality yeah yeah exactly i think if you're in we, if you have if you have things figured out in here in yeah. this computer where it's not javascript yeah i think then then you can live that life very beautifully and this thing, that's the thing like we wanted to share your story because we didn't we want to get a lot of different perspectives on the industry and you know like my mom's been cutting hair for 30 years and yeah there's elements of it, of it that she still loves you know yeah. like and she, she's got a bad body but she just figures out like how she can make that better right. yeah, you know yeah, yeah, for yeah. her um yeah. it's there's something that we talk about as well like you know, at the end of the day, no one really knows what the hell's going on today, really. Like, no one knows what's right or what's wrong. Like, we can say whatever we want, but something I find really powerful is, like, the pre- and post-transformation. Yeah. Like, you're the same, you can do the same things, but once you're transformed, you see them in a totally different way. I yeah. think that's what Owen's kind of getting at. Like, if you get it right in your head, post-transformation the thing that you're doing becomes something totally different. I think that's also one of the things that keeps me in this industry is like, I know that I can, I feel like I can definitely turn this into something else. Yeah. You know, like you were saying at the start, I think we can flip this on the, on the head. I think we can. Yeah. If we can transform enough perspectives, I think yeah. we can. And that's kind of where we come in with the Academy. It's like, and I think that's, again, going back to why it was such a profound moment for with you, I think, that was one example of that was like, you know, trying to transform perspectives. I think we can do it. I definitely think we can do it. Mm. You know, that pre-transformation. Yeah. Yet barbering can look like it's very extrinsic. It's all about yeah. the look and that, you know, it's almost like a brand. You know, I say it sometimes the haircut's just like wearing the Nike or something, yeah. you know, it's like, but then post-transformation, it can be something totally different. It's very you know? rare that the stuff that we do at, at like on them courses lands with people. Yeah. Like, and that's no disrespect to anyone, but like, we're in that, like, we're, we're still in our transformation. Yeah. Like, again, that transformational journey is like season. Yeah. Right. But we could almost see it. And Sam was the same. We could see it landing with you two. And it was like, mm. all right, it's really landing with these guys. Like, they get it, you know? And yeah. that was really like. <laughs> What's wrong with them? Yeah. <laughs> but it was good. This isn't right. <laughs> but it was, it's nice because sometimes you're almost like, oh, I wish, like, you know that message was just received a little bit better by the masses but we're not there yet and that's fine yeah that's absolutely fine it's funny you bring up sam because that's exactly what i was thinking about when i was saying then you've got that lifestyle of waking up and going and cutting hair yeah yeah he like i look at him with so much respect because he does that 
and I've never met a man so consistently happy and yeah. stoked to see me every yeah. morning. Amazing. And you just, I just was blessed to be able to feed off that energy. Like, I don't think I would have lasted yeah. two months cutting hair if it wasn't for sure. Well, this is an interesting thing, right? Because, like, when you get to that stage of your journey, you were in that position, right, where you were probably in the best situation you could have been in. Yeah. Being around somebody like Sam. Yeah. So then it's like, what then? <laughs> you know? That's yeah, where exactly. in your head you start thinking, well, what now? You know, like, yeah. where do I go from here? Exactly right. And you have to do something for your own stimulation. Like, you have to get out of that situation and move into something else that stimulates yeah. you in that moment. Yeah. Keeps you moving yeah. forward, keeps the needle moving. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, that's really like nice to think about the, the way that Sam is. Like, it's a classic, like, Gary V thing. You know, he says, like, you know, if you're happy, you've already won. Yeah. You know? You don't really need to change it. Yeah, you know? yeah. And like, that's why it's kind of cool. Like having your story is like, look, you can change it if you want to, but you also don't have to. Yeah, you know? absolutely. So like, if, if it's making you super happy, then yeah, keep doing it for sure. Uh, yeah. So what now? Like what's, um, tell us more about the, the computers and the JavaScript. <laughs> the computers. Oh. Talk to us in code. <laughs> what are they doing? What are they doing? So they what have you, uh, yeah. so. <laughs> talk to us about it, you know? <laughs> I know that you're into a bit of the cryptocurrency world, NFTs, yeah, yeah. you're exploring that space a little bit. For sure. Um, yeah, I think there's a lot of opportunity right now in that space and I've been drawn to it since a young age. Like That's what I did through school and what I was naturally good at. But pre-transformation, I was not in a place to go and study and even though I tried that, but a very, very different lifestyle I had back then. Um, I think... Yeah, I think it's going to be cool to see what comes of this, this, you know, switch up on the financial system and whether how much that sticks and how that integrates with like what we're used to at the moment. Because I don't think it's going to be a, a, a like a complete change of the way the world works. But I think like the influence that blockchain technologies have on a lot of systems is going to be in, like cool to cool to see and i hope to be a part of there's um something that really keeps coming up in my mind and that financial cap on like barbers day-to-day in the barber shop and like determining their own value and like how much their services are worth it's on the onus of the person delivering the service to to decide that and it doesn't allow the free market to influence how much someone is worth and um that that is something I want to dig into and mm. yeah we and well, we had a conversation yeah. about that didn't we yeah um, yeah a few months ago and I guess the main topic in that was like there's definitely some nitty gritties there that need to be figured out like there's yeah. some things that are just hard to kind of look at at the moment in yeah. that space yeah but um it really does tie back to personal branding a little bit too in yeah, that yeah. how you perceive yourself to the public for sure um because for, say for example for us you know like putting so much effort into our content and all of that like when the world transforms into something else all of a yeah. sudden that could be worth millions of dollars absolutely you know like and people who don't keep up with that yeah are going to be wondering what happened you absolutely. know or it's like what to a billionaire if they were to buy like an NFT for me to cut their hair type of thing. Yeah. Like what's a, what's, what's that to them? You know, like, yeah, they don't really care. It's yeah, like yeah. $20 to us. 
spending like our year's wages on, on like an NFT there. Yeah. Like membership type thing. Yeah. Now look, that's, a, I know that's diving deep down the hole there. Yeah. Um, but I genuinely see it going in that direction. It's just about figuring out how, yeah, how it works. it's actually going to look. And, and that's why I think the details of it are less important than what the problem is. And then the solution that I think might come, come from it. So I guess like for me thinking, all right, I'm going to move into this space, but still have such a strong heart for the hair industry. Like it's a problem that just keeps coming up that I want to help solve and, uh, and how that looks, whether it be that specific of an NFT for you to, you know, that type of thing. Um, I think it could look like a thousand different things Mm. and that's exciting. And you know what, like the hair industry has this bad habit of staying like like the dinosaurs. (laughs) You know, they're very prehistoric. They just operate off something that works and they just run on models that that can just work. I think it's time to start innovating a little bit and looking outside the box of what's been done before and looking what, what do we need to do next. And like, I think we're very passionate about that. You know, I've been having a few conversations with different people about NFTs and seeing how that could work. But it's about, again, creating a certain level of freedom for yourself within that too. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. You yeah. know, that's where it works. That's where it's difficult for the client's perspective. But like you said, there's about a thousand ways of it to work. I think the NFT experiences are really yeah. something that's valuable. Like in the future, like our courses, we might not even do that many courses in, in the future. They might be NFT experiences. Yeah. You know, we might do it once a year there's eight spots you know that's it like Willy Wonka's chocolate factory (laughs) (laughs) that speaks a lot to what you were saying before because you have built like such a strong personal brand and you're continuing to do that the only reason that that can be beneficial to you is because you've put in the work to do that Mm. in in this season yeah and it's exciting to see what value can be unlocked on the part of the market for people who have sewed into them their businesses and built such a like solid personal brand like but, yeah, yeah I, I love it i love thinking about that i think something that we just need to think about is it really makes it beneficial on both sides you know, bringing value yeah, on both 100%. sides because you know? like something i see a lot in the nft space is like people's like doing it for that they're yeah. almost like trading it like it's the stock market you know it's yeah. like, that's fine but it's all for you you're just yeah. trying to get freedom you're just trying to get out you know yeah. and that that's totally fine like smart make your money however you can but I think once it becomes normalized and it becomes more of a sort of efficient way that yeah. we do things, we're going to have to be able to like tie the value back in there and make sure it is win-win, win-win. Mm. And it is net positive for the future. Yeah. Not, you know, cause there's a lot of exploitation and a yeah. lot of shit going on in the world that Absolutely. we just don't need right now, you know? Absolutely. Um, and I think these things, we've always got to keep that in the back of our mind that it, we need to do it for the better yeah. you know for sure oh but that's awesome it's very powerful man it's yeah, very yeah. powerful yeah 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 yeah, so. yeah. No, absolutely I think it's it's very exciting to see where it can all go and uh, yeah the whole in, uh, the NFT space is fucking crazy <laughs> trying to actually figure that stuff out and understand it like it takes a while you know yeah absolutely. it does take a while especially to tie it into what you're doing yeah and you know, it's another interesting thing as well about the personal branding thing is like, I think, you know, when people think personal branding, straight away, just logos pop into their mind and colors and like 
what it looks like on the outside, the exterior of how it looks. But the personal brand is, is really an internal thing. Yeah. It's what people think about when and how they feel when they think about something. Yeah. You know? It's like Area Academy is much more than just a fucking logo. Yeah. 100%. It's like it's it's how you think it's like your opinion on it. Or the I don't know, it's like a reputation thing. And that's in, that's in the cloud. It's not a physical thing. It's a feeling. You yeah. Know? It's hard to quantify. And like that's what people need to work on instead of just oh, I'm working on my branding. Yeah. I'm just gonna, I'm just yeah. gonna change what color scheme it is. It's yeah. like that that's that's not doing any good yeah. for anyone. Yeah. It's the message that you're getting across and I think um yeah, just like there's been so much exploitation I think in, in a lot of industries, not just hair, so it's hard to just blame hair. But moving into the next stage of of life and trying to incorporate the the new technologies into the hair industry is gonna keep it at the forefront and keep it important. Yeah. Like so people can actually earn some more money. Because really it's not important, like to a degree. We don't need to get hair because like we, we look we're almost toxically logic, you know, to a degree. Wait, toxically what? Logic. Toxic logic. <laughs> Someone told me that once. Yeah, let's go. I need to hear it. I don't know what that it's means. Toxic logic. <laughs> Too much logic, you know, like too much gotcha. to the point gotcha. where it's like You're too logical. Why are we even cutting hair because it doesn't matter, you know, like because it's just such a weird thing to do, you know? Yeah. Like why are we making people look like ice sculptures? You don't have to sculpt ice, you just <laughs> you just grow it, yeah. Just be. Just lay yeah. Just be. Just be. So yeah. That's about it. That's about it. Yeah. That was a nice conversation. Oh. But um Yeah, it was a goodie. You know, we always like but I guess it's nice to kind of wrap up and like, like, like to that end with one there's one one question yeah I'll let Owen Owen says it nice <laughs> ah, you know it's a it's a good question and it's such a simple question but like it's a question that obviously sparks a lot of emotion in people too but are you happy? yeah like a hundred percent it's just how i want to answer that that i'm thinking about like there's a peace that can be experienced in this life that i that i think is so easily accessible but people just don't know it exists and like for me that's like a long long journey of searching everywhere not not that long i'm pretty young but it's an ongoing journey for sure but like the understanding there's not much out there in terms of what can give us peace except Jesus for me but yeah like yeah. through those seasons you've got you've got everything you need and we're, we're so blessed to be able to experience that in this life and um and it's crazy obviously you have seasons of hardship hardship but when you have that growth mindset and understanding that you can move through those things and learn from them along the way it's, it gives this taste to life that i've hadn't experienced so yeah definitely <laughs> that's great yeah it's pretty cool it creates like a, a trust in the universe to a degree doesn't yeah 100 like when you like, give in you just trust yeah 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 you know? i like what you said there as well about the, the peace you know there's a peace that you can find it's almost like the tranquility you know i heard that from someone it's like is happiness what we're meant to be looking for is it that people that find when they're most comfortable is in the tranquil moments in life. Yeah. Like, maybe we just need to look for that. Be okay 
with the tranquil moments. Yeah. You know? Maybe that's the answer. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> and I think when you let go of all like the expectation as well, you know, we put a lot of expectation on ourselves like, because of external influence. Is it, because there's an expectation, if, if you're trying to always look for happiness and be happy, there's an expectation there that there's a certain yeah. feeling you're going to get. And the same with not being happy. You know, I can't be down, I can't be depressed. There's an expectation, yeah. you know. Yeah. Well, like, that's, that's it. That's why it's hard to answer. Like, yeah. happiness is yeah. one of the emotions we experience. Yeah. It's yeah. it's hard to see. You can't just stay in this extreme. And that's, no, yeah. and that's what I said to people. I, I would hate to be in ecstatic happiness all the time. All the time, yeah. something wrong. It'd be so tiring. <laughs> you know? yeah. Yeah. Um, but, like, that's the next thing. But it's about I, raising your baseline, really, isn't it? Yeah. It's like your baseline of happiness still has to be a certain, like... Yeah. I feel like mine I like to keep it at a certain point but it's like it's not always like in the fucking red zone you know where it's just like going <laughs> yeah. crazy or the green zone whatever you want to call yeah. it and then kind of next I'll be like what yeah how do you what makes you happy like when are you your happiest or what brings you joy oh <laughs> the to- like I'm pretty addicted to sparkling water amazing <laughs> awesome just drink, drink sparkling well, it's water. It's so weird, but I literally say that, and I'm like, "Yes, this is all I need to survive." It's one of those pretty good things, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, have you ever had the um, stuff from Hepburn Springs? Have you ever had that? No. Naturally sparkling, mate. Are you serious? Hepburn Springs, where That's is That's one for the viewers, isn't it? One for the <laughs> listeners. So it's it's a bore underground. Yeah. Some of the most heavily mineral-based mineral water in Australia and as it comes up it carbonates itself that's crazy man I need to go there yeah so yeah no, that's, what about that's, you guys that's are you beautiful guys, are you guys happy yeah I would say I am I'm definitely on a roller coaster there's Luna Park down there that's fucking me right now on <laughs> <laughs> that roller coaster I'm up and down I'm all over the place but ultimately I think when you come back to a place of gratitude mm. And you look, you know, you're not always looking up at what you don't have, but you can look back or look kind of at different people's situations. And yeah, I don't know. I, I just, I try not to almost think about that either because it's not my fault that I, was, yeah. that I was born in Ireland and I ended up here. You know, it's just the circumstances of my life. But ultimately, I think, yeah, um, I am. Yeah. So good. Yeah, I think for me, I'm definitely finding it easier to be happy more to enjoy my moments more Sorry. like that's a theme of my life i'm just like i'm really just trying to i i, I don't it's hard to explain but i just lighten everything you know push anything that weighs me i'm just trying to let it go and that allows me to enjoy my moments more and something that i think about throughout my life is like it's not taught well what definitely wasn't taught to me to stop and think if you're happy you know like yeah. on the way yeah, yeah, you know, that's if, funny. If, because if, if, if you ask me lately in the last like fifteen years of your career, did you ever stop to actually think if you're happy with what you're doing? No, why? Because it was that wasn't a thing, you know. It wasn't told to me. All right, every, each season, like you say, every six months or a year, stop and think about and reassess everything. Is is this okay for you? you mm. know? It's like evaluating so, a business, yeah, you know, like on a quarterly I, I, basis or something. You just have to do your numbers, yeah. do your financials, see if it's working. Are you breaking even on happiness? Mm. And I think I'm I'm getting better at definitely getting better at it. I'm finding it easier to enjoy 
more moments yeah. like mm. more of the time so I feel like I go through like waves of um, coming to terms with past versions of myself and accepting me for who I was in that season yeah you know certain things come up from certain relationships or certain values and views in the world that were instilled in me Mm. that I'm trying to like overcome and I know that aren't particularly right but it's almost like the generational stuff that has to stop here Mm. Um, and like coming to terms with that can sometimes put you in a bit of a spiral you know it can can flip you like you can be feeling one way one minute and then as you're on that journey and that self-discovery and transformational path it just fucking flips you around and you're like holy fuck you start like I don't know it's, it, you, but realizing that that's not me right now yeah that was a version of me then yeah that I didn't like and it's like okay well am I going to just continue to not like it or I'm just going to accept it and move on and do better in the future you know yeah I think that's probably where I'm at so good but yeah is there anything else uh, that you want to touch on like did we leave anything out you want to share anything else did you come in no. today with any expectations or any like things that you thought were valuable and wanted to share uh Thanks for giving me that opportunity, but yeah, I'm just stoked on the conversation we've had, and yeah, just kind of connecting with you guys has been awesome for me. So thank you. So, oh, for yeah. sure, I'm sure I we'll connect it. many more times. Yeah. You know, sure. when you've figured out how to incorporate NFTs <laughs> into hair, and you make uh, impact on millions of people's lives and make millions and billions of dollars, then we'll get you back on again. Oh, don't say that. <laughs> But there's no pressure. Keep enjoying the splash in the water. <laughs> that looks great. Too. I will. I will. That great too. That's that's fucking great too. It's like yeah. you know. Sometimes I wish life would just be that simple. You know, like and it's amazing to hear that that's what you've made it. You know, because sometimes we overcomplicate everything. You know, like, well, that, that's, that's the theme there, isn't it? I think we've noticed that it's just simplify it. Just yeah. simplify it. Well, something you guys kept saying early on that kind of came up in me was awareness and how key that is like so for me to say those things right now in this season of life in this very situation like i'm i'm super fortunate to be here so i'm going to say things because i feel good in this moment you know like that's where it flows from so you could ask me in a week and it might be a little bit of a different answer like there's always that room for our perception to be changing and it's only when we see it and are aware become aware of a certain thing in ourselves that that we observe it and then the thing just falls off you know it's, it's almost like if we had josh stewart here three or four years ago oh, five years bro, ago would have be like, been a different conversation right like yeah, absolutely and i feel like that too it's like think about our kids you know like they're going to be able to listen to every conversation that we've yeah. had on this podcast That's sick. That's go back sick. look at everything that we've done yeah see us on our transformational yeah. journey we can be influences and impacts on them that's unreal uh, you know so good crazy oh i'm glad i'm gonna have this little hour segment to look back on so <laughs> you have to start your own podcast so you can have these conversations i think these, yeah, it's fun i think just having conversation is just important like and for sure having people hear it you know like people are just listening in our conversation sometimes it's the conversation that you didn't know you needed to hear is the one that hits you know so putting yourself in that situation yeah you know absolutely you don't always have to look for the fucking crazy shit so <laughs> well, thanks guys there it is. It. no thank you yeah appreciate it thanks for coming on thanks. yeah appreciate it that's it that's a wrap that's a wrap